Women Who Launch and Lead, the podcast for women ready to change the world by women who are changing the world. Listen in each week on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Stitcher as we connect with women making it happen in life, business, and career. Relate to their struggles, learn their strategies, and celebrate their successes. Then show your love by subscribing and leaving a review. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon, and we are here today with Dr. Abria Nance, who is the co-founder of NSC Leap, and she serves as the Director of Empowerment and Engagement there. We are so excited to have her here with us today to talk with her um, and learn from her experience. And as always, I'm sure she is going to be sharing some very valuable tips and strategies that you'll be able to implement in your life business, and career to help you launch and lead. So Dr. Abria, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. (laughs) Great. So um, we're always starting off with asking the question, um, who are you? What do you do? And how are you impacting the world? So tell us about you. Okay. So um, I am Aubrey, Dr. Aubrey Nance. Um, I am um, a mother. I am um, a fiance. Just got engaged about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm a Philadelphian. I was born and raised in Philadelphia. Um, and uh, I'm also, you know, a, a very, I am a um, supporter, um, an advocate, um, a friend, a mentor, an educator, um, and an entrepreneur. Awesome. Awesome. So what, what do you do at NSC Leap? What is a director of empowerment and engagement? Well, NSC Leap, um, we are actually a company of uh, consultants. We work, go out, we do workshops for different companies to teach um, things like professionalism, uh, career, um, in, uh, career development. Um, we, uh, would let, we go out to do, do student groups, we do churches um, with different organizations, really trying to help them hone in their leadership skills. Uh, and we have been doing that for about a year. Mm, awesome, awesome, awesome. So with the work that you're doing um, with NSC Lee specifically, mm-hmm. um, how was how that making an impact with the people you're working with? What kind of results can they expect to see from having spent time engaging with you? Well, for me specifically is, is the Director of Empowerment and Engagement. Um, I focus on really um, working with more individuals. Um, so I would work within the whole group, but I'm working specifically with individuals trying to help them develop uh, what it is they, they would like to do or like to be. Um, I um, have always had a passion for trying to make people them, their best selves um, and, and pulling out their skills and abilities um, and figuring out how to manifest that into the career that they want to be in. And I think that in a work environment, um, it's especially important for leadership to um, have their 
employees understand kind of what they want to do. I think it brings a different um, feeling and vibe to their everyday work. You know, they, if they want to be to go into leadership, if they want to go into, you know, different areas of a, of a company, um, it's good for the leadership to know and understand that so that they know how to guide and direct their employees. And so that's my piece of it, um, really working one-on-one -on -one, um, with individuals to see what their needs are at a, a specific institution in terms of the career growth that they want um, and helping bring that out um, so that uh, the leadership can help use those people in, in the ways they need to need to be used at fostering their own development. Okay, great. So that sounds, um, you know, like more customized and individualized, you know, career coaching and helping really people not just focus on where they are right now, but where they want to go. Right. And you know, what things kind of need to happen or what they need to develop to be able to move from a current position to a, a position that they desire. Yes. Yes. Awesome. 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 Now, you are the co-founder of NSC Leap. So that means that you didn't launch this business on your own. You worked with at least one other person um, to get this thing started and off the ground. Uh, so let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> okay, because I know that launching a business on your own can be very difficult. Mm -hmm. um, so talk about the experience of pulling all of this together and getting it off the ground, working with other people. Um, and that's not to make an assumption that it was a, a bad experience at all, but let's talk about the, 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 the power of that, but then also the challenges that came along with that. So my other founders um, are actually my, my cousin, Ronell Smith. That's how we got NSC Leap, Nance Smith um, and Curry. And Gina Curry um, is our other founding member. It has, um, it, it, well, actually the, the conception of the, even the business, um, my cousin and I were having a conversation. She was at my house um, and, uh, you know, I had just finished my doctorate degree and, you know, she kind of asked a simple question, what do you want to do now that you've finished, you know, and of course I have career aspirations within, career aspirations within my own um, field, um, but I wanted to do more and impact more. And so we decided um, at that time to develop a company um, that would harness our skills. And she has a lot of, she has a background in non, working with nonprofits and nonprofit groups. Um, and so we decided to kind of pull ourselves um, together as a team. And we included Gina Curry about a month or two later because of her work um, and, and her political, political realm um, and felt like we would be a great team um, just to kind of get out there and start, you know, helping train um, you know, people on, on different things in terms of education, um, professionalism, you know, empowerment, career exploration, those types of things. And it's been, um, it's been an interesting experience. I, I um, am the impatient one in my group. <laughs> so um, when it comes down to things that are, I'm, I'm more of a big picture person um, and a visionary type of person. And so when it comes down to small details, I get a little impatient when we're going, you know, trying to figure out for instance, our um, our logo that took like three months to figure out, and I was over it <laughs> completely. Over it. Like, <laughs> do whatever you want. I, I really don't care. Um, right. But it has taught me, though, you know, just kind of that that process. It has given me a little bit more um, because you know I'm used to working in groups. I'm used to working with larger um, groups of people in a work environment. But when this is your own thing and you're you're building it and you're investing in it, you know, um, it, it takes on a little bit more meaning. But it has, um, you know. 
allowed me to kind of see myself and how I show up um, in those conversations. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and, and I feel like has made me a better leader um, because, you know, being able to kind of manage and handle, handle those things. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, so in, because you're it's three of you and obviously you all have different personalities and um, different styles and perspectives on, on things, how have you all managed um, any, you know, type of conflict or disagreements that may have come up? Um, and I ask this question because I know a lot of times in partnerships, you know, we partner with people in business because we, you know, we like them, we love them, we trust them, we respect them. We believe that they're bringing value to the table and we, we don't often think about, you know, kind of what could go wrong <laughs> because of all of those same good factors, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then you see partnerships break up because people had not figured out how to deal with the conflict that would inevitably arise. Um, and just kind of made some assumptions that, you know, yeah, because we, we have this other relationship that we'll be able to be in this business partnership and mm -hmm. it's going to be just as great as the personal relationship. So how have you all managed any conflict or disagreements that have come up as you've um, moved forward with your business? It's been a little hard. And, and like you said, you know, because of the complexity of relationships, I have, you know, it's my cousin, you know, um, Gina is new to me, but she's not new to my cousin who, who they're, they've been friends for a very long time. Um, and so a lot of times when things come up, it's, you know, um, the thought of you don't want to damage the personal relationship with the business, um, you know, relationship. Um, however, you know, um, we've had to press forward because it's for the good of the business, you know, um, you know, whether or not people, you know, with the conflict that we've, we've had, um, you know, it's been, it's been slow, you know, trying to get um, the different contracts and, and we're us being kind of new to the brand. We all, all three of us work full time. Um, and so, you know, how much time we're able to dedicate one person versus another person, those kind of conflicts have come up. Um, and how we've dealt with them is really just to, to, to put them on a the table. Um, we have our meetings um, and during our meetings, you know, we, we, well, the big thing that we do is we pray first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we go into a meeting, we do a prayer, you know, for each other um, and for the business um, and for the meeting. Um, and I think that that helps to kind of bring us to center um, so that we can, you know, kind of close the door on kind of the personal stuff and really be able to focus and center ourselves on the, on the business um, and bringing up those, those issues, whether they are something really small, minute that we're thinking about, or, you know, much larger, I think that bringing them up and facing them, um, especially in a group of three people, um, is is how we've been able to to manage thus far. Mm -hmm. Really, not kind of keeping things to ourselves and holding on to it, but bringing it up and putting it on the table for the larger discussion. Okay, so that I mean that boils down to honesty. So being open about what is going on um, with you personally, as it may impact the business, and then you know any challenges that you're facing within the business and then being willing to communicate with each other about that and do it in a way where um, everybody can feel valued and heard in the process of dealing um, with the challenge. That's really, really good. So for those of you who are listening in, there's a strategy for you right there. <laughs> and, and the piece about everybody feeling heard, I think that that's really, really important. Um, you know, and as a, as, a, as a leader in all realms, um, that's something that I've always strived mm -hmm. to do is just to make sure that, you know, 
it, just put it on the table, even if it sounds silly or you don't feel like people are going to agree with it, at least put it on the table because it may be part of the solution um, that is just mm -hmm. kind of out, of, out of the box, you know, something that people hadn't thought about, but actually be part of um, whatever the solution is going to be to the issue that's, that's at hand. Right, right, right. So now you are, what, a year into the business now? About a year, yep. Yes, okay. So how do you feel about where the business is right now? Um, I'm still wanting to go a little faster um, mm -hmm. to get more more contracts. We um, just submitted proposals to um, speak at a conference um, with the library systems in Delaware County. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that we will get, um, you know, get into that conference and be able to promote ourselves a little bit more. Um, I honestly thought that it was going to go a lot faster. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, having to learn that patience and learning, this is my first business that I've, you know, kind of worked from the ground um, and building. And I'm learning a lot um, with this company about, you know, just, you know, really setting those plans out. And even if they don't work out, you know, um, you know, keep, you know, keep waking up the next morning and keep pushing and mm -hmm. driving. So I've learned a lot um, about that because, you know, I've only worked at companies where everything was already done, you know, um, so right. to, have to build it from the ground has been a whole new experience. Hmm. So out of that, you know, we hear persistence and consistency. Mm -hmm. um, we, we hear not giving up even when things aren't moving and progressing the way that you want it to. Um, now, I like the fact that you, you know, you said you expected things to move more quickly. Right. You know, then then they happen. And I think that a lot of times we'll see the success of other people. Mm -hmm. And we make some assumptions about, you know, what it took and how long it took to get there. <laughs> um, most of the time, those assumptions are incorrect. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we said, okay, we set, we set our goals, you know, well, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to be. I want to be at that level. And we put a timeline on that, you know, like, oh, I should be there in, in a year or in 18 months or, you know, two years. And, it oftentimes doesn't go as we plan, but the plan is still necessary, right? Yes. Because the plan guides you and it helps you to know what you should be doing to get where you want to go. But there always has to remain this recognition that, you know, this is something that is new to you. Even if you've done the work before, right. building that work in your own business is a totally different different thing right yeah. and there are going to be things that come up that you did not expect there are going to be challenges that you have to overcome that may take you a while to figure out how to overcome them mm -hmm. there are going to be resources that you need that you didn't realize you needed and now you've got to figure out how to get them and that everybody else the world around you um they're not necessarily operating on your time <laughs> And, and my, it was interesting, my accountant had, was doing our business tax, you know, first year, you know, and, and doing our business taxes. And, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, we didn't really bring in too much. And, you know, and he was like, listen, you know, you have a full-time job. If, if this was your full-time job, you could have different expectations, but, you, mm -hmm. know, all, you know, you're all working. This is something that is part-time as much as we want to make it our primary focus it's not you know we have right. jobs that we have obligations to we have families that we have obligations to um and so you know kind of you know saying look you want to expect greatness but you also have to be realistic about what you're expecting 
Mm, yes, that's really, really good. I'm glad that your accountant said that to you. <laughs> <laughs> it brought me all the way down. I was like, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's because, you know, I was then focused on the numbers, right? But he's like, listen, you, you've got to have a reasonable level of expectation right. based on what you're able to put into this venture right now. Right. You know, now if you were spending 40 hours a week on that and mm-hmm. only made let's just say $10,000 a year, then we've got a problem. <laughs> you know, we've got to talk about that. Something needs to change here. Absolutely. But, you know, if you're putting a couple hours a week in, and then some, some weeks, probably nothing because life is happening. Right. Um, you know, that, that same $10,000 might actually be like, Ooh, we did it. <laughs> So yeah, the having reasonable expectations, mm-hmm. um, I think is is another great thing to pull from this conversation. And but the consistency and the persistency, I think um, that I probably can't emphasize that enough. Um, and it's coming up in in a lot of these interviews mm-hmm. um, because sometimes we just give up too soon, and because things don't go the way that we plan, mm-hmm. it's just you know we view it as a failure, and it's not. It absolutely is not. Sometimes you have to adjust the plan and sometimes, you know, you have to pivot. You know, you realize that you're kind of walking down the wrong path or focused on the wrong thing. So you have to pivot. So it's, you know, being flexible mm-hmm. and giving things time to work out. And like I was told before that if I wasn't willing to give at least six months to making a business successful that I shouldn't move forward with it. But I think six, six months is not enough time. No, it really isn't. Uh-uh. I, no. I think it's probably closer to about um, two years. And I'm not talking about brick and mortar businesses, you know, you know, kind of, I can work from home. I might go out and to provide my services to clients, but I don't have, you know, a storefront or anything like that, that people have to walk into right. um, that, at I would say a minimum of two years, um, because even if you have all of your pieces in place, you still have to do the marketing. You still have to get the brand recognition. People have to begin to know who you are, trust who you are before they're going to hire you. Right. And, you know, so that's about building relationships and building connection. And that takes time. Like I said, everyone else isn't on your timeline you might have your proposal ready to go and but they haven't put out a request for proposals right (laughs) and you could just submit it and you know well it was really good i know that they need it but do they know they need it you know they might be six months away from recognizing that they need your services Mm -hmm. you know so it's all a process and we have to be willing to go through the process to get to the profit and that's, and that's exactly <laughs> I've been keeping on my mind, you know, um, just about, you know, all of the quotes about, you know, not giving up, you know, like you said, too soon. Um, and I think about that. I'm like, all right, well, what if Leap becomes this big, huge organization and I, mm-hmm. I stopped here, you know, because I got a little frustrated or because I you know, didn't want to spend, you know, another, you know, pay another fee for another website and, and, you know, all those different things. Like, what if I stopped here mm-hmm. and then it became this huge thing? And I think about that um, and it makes me, it drives me to come even closer to my partners to say, hey, you know, we, you know, and, and again, and also, you know, having some grace on ourselves too, um, mm-hmm. you know, having 
you know, so much going on with our families. I mean, my partners have had health issues. Um, they've had family issues. They've had different things come up and saying, look, um, you know, I understand kind of why things didn't get done in a certain way um, because you had this family issue going on um, and pushing myself to be, you know, to, to forgive myself for things mm -hmm. that I may not have done, you know, because of whatever personal things I may have had going on. Right, right. So that same compassion you, you know, show someone else in your right. situation, being willing to give that to yourself as well. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I do think the balance with that is um, you don't, uh, but you don't allow yourself so much room to keep coming up with excuses of why right. you can't. <laughs> and, is, and that is a, a very delicate balance. Mm -hmm. of, you know, and I get a little frustrated with it because, you know, because it is delicate, you know, it's like, okay, well, this is the second week, you know, that you said X, Y, and Z, um, you know, um, it, but that also is, is part of the accountability part. And my, my job, I feel like as a partner um, is to hold account, you know, hold the accountability to say, Hey, I understand all this is going on, but we still have, you know, this business, this thing still needs to get done despite, you know, whatever stuff is going on in your world. So there is a, a, a balance of accountability and compassion. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you brought up accountability because I think that is so important. And it's great that you have your partners there and you all can hold each other accountable. For that woman who is launching or building on their own, um, they often miss the importance of accountability mm -hmm. and sometimes that you know they're they're not open to you know having maybe it's it maybe it's not an official board of directors for your business but kind of a personal board of directors and these people who you know can call you on your stuff can push you can pull you can tell you to get up when you're down, <laughs> you know, right, right. tell you to sit down when you need to relax. Right. Um, because they feel like either they can't, you know, they can't share their dream with other people or um, no one understands what they're going through. Um, or even, even if they had to invest in the, in the help, you know, of a coach or somebody who would play that role of accountability partner, just kind of not, willing to let other people in to support them. And I think it's one of the biggest mistakes yeah. that, that we make as entrepreneurs who are building by ourselves initially, that you have to have somebody help you in, in some kind of way. And if no other way but being an accountability partner, you need that. <laughs> I, I think that that's absolutely, I mean, the number one thing, you know, with, with coming with the business plan and all those other elements of, of building a business, I think that having um, a coach, having an accountability partner um, is, is so, so detrimental. Um, my fiance is, is my accountability partner. <laughs> and he gets very, very raw with it. Like, look, no, you need to, you know, pick it up get up, do what you need to do. Um, because this is, you know, you haven't given enough time or, you know, you need to, you know, do some, are you guys meeting at 7am? You know, what's happening with that meeting? Are you prepared for your meeting? So, you know, and, and I'm, I'm grateful that I have that um, resource because he won't let me give up. <laughs> mm, that's awesome. That's really, really good. Um, so I treasure that even when he's getting on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just roll my eyes and roll over. Like, listen, listen, leave me alone. I don't even want to bring it up to you. Right. <laughs> 
but I know, but I know that he's going to hold my, my, my feet to the fire and, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and I do, you know, in the end appreciate that. Yeah, that's really good. All right. So what is one thing you wish someone would have told you that if you had known would have helped you on your journey? Um, I think to be patient, to be patient, um, would have been a really good message. I, um, you know, I'm a get up and goer. I, I, I'm, I'm a doer. Um, and, uh, and, you know, being able to be patient, you know, a lot of things earlier in life came a lot easier, you know, um, and, and being able to do that. But now with a family and, um, you know, my kids, you know, it's been, uh, it's been hard to sit back and say, oh my gosh, and, and you do, you look at people's profiles and you see all the different things that they're doing. And you're like, oh my gosh, why am I not there? Why am I not doing it? Um, but being patient, you know, and, and, and really allowing, you know, my get, giving myself time to build the things that I want to build and building them in a way that's going to be beneficial to me um, and my family. Um, I, I really wish I had um, <laughs> had a little bit more patience earlier on. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. That's good. All right. So now I know that you have something for our listeners. So talk to us about what that is and how they can get it. Okay. So um, I have a 30 minute or, or more really um, consultation session for my coaching business. Um, I do career coaching um, for individuals who are trying to figure out what the next step is um, in their career, where they want to go, um, what they want to do. Um, and so I work one-on-one with individuals to try to help them um, really kind of figure some things out and help to be accountability Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, partner um, and making sure that they are meeting their goals and doing the things that they feel are going to move them to the next level. And so, um, yeah, you know, just uh, the, 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 the gift is, you know, to be able to work with me one-on-one and to, you know, have that one session to see whether or not you want to move on into more sessions. Okay. And how can they um, schedule that time with you? They can give me a call. Um, I have, uh, my phone number is 267-536-9374. Um, and they can, they, or they can email me at um, aubria, A-U-B-R-I-A, at nscleap.com. Um, Those are the two ways they can get a hold of me. Or on social media, I'm Dr. Aubria Nance um, on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, great. And ladies, I will make sure that those details are in the show notes so that you have that available to you. Um, so if you need some direction and, and help in figuring out um, you know, where it is you want to go in your career, getting some clarity on your next move, maybe what skills you need you know, to develop or exposure that you need to have to, to help you get to where you want to go. Dr. Abria Nance is the person you want to connect with and take advantage of this complimentary 30-minute consultation. And I'm sure from that time, you'll leave with at least one powerful strategy that you'll be able to implement and get you started on your way. Uh, so we are going to move to our wordplay. <laughs> so Dr. Abria is a little bit nervous about what this entails. <laughs> yeah, but I told her that she does not have to worry about it. I'm not, you know, trying to stump her in any kind of way. Okay. And I'm going to throw two words out to you or, or two phrases. And just want you to tell us what immediately comes to mind and share your thoughts. 
Um, the first is leadership. Hmm. Ooh, leadership. Um, I see leadership as having the ability um, to get people to believe in the vision that you put forward um, and doing that um, by showing them um, that you're willing also to be part of the solution um, or um, part of the, the, the process of getting it, it built. Um, I am very much a doer um, and I like to be on the ground helping out, like, like not just giving ideas about how things get done, but actually you know, working on the process to get those things done um, and helping people um, to, to, to see, you know, the bigger picture, um, as well as helping them with the fine details. Okay. And now the second phrase is starting over. <laughs> That's pretty powerful. Um, for me, um, I went through a divorce about five years ago and I had to start over. Um, and it was, um, you know, it really showed me, um, actually it's kind of a positive. It just showed me about my strength, um, about my persistence and my, my courage um, to be able to, to start over financially, start over, you know, in, in a relationship, start over. Um, you know, starting over um, is hard, um, but I think that it can be a real lesson um, for, for, for anyone um, who, who's had to do it to, to see, you know, be able to see kind of what your fortitude and what you can take um, going forward into, you know, your new future. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. So just so you know, I did intentionally choose that last one <laughs> because I knew a little bit of your story right. um, and I thought that you could, you know, speak powerfully to that. So thank you. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, again, to share very quickly with our listeners how they can connect with you online. Okay. Yes. So you can find me at Dr. Aubrey Nance um, on Facebook and on Instagram. You can find me on both of those um, social media platforms. Uh, and you can email me at Aubria, A-U-B-R-I-A at NSC Leap. Great. Dr. <laughs> Abria, <laughs> we appreciate you being with us today and sharing from your experience and all of the um, wonderful strategies and and just awesome tips that came out of our conversation. I hope that the women listening um, replay this back and get what they missed because I'm sure they missed a couple of things. Right, um, right. The very powerful conversation. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time and I wish you the best in NSC in in Leap. And um, I just know that your second year is going to be uh, much more greater and prosperous than the first year because um, it sounds like you you ladies have figured out how to make it work and right. that is certainly um, the key to being successful so we we wish uh blessings upon you and your co-founders and your work and the impact that you're having in the world thank you so much thank you for joining us for women who launch and lead with Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave your positive review so we can continue to bring you impactful and powerful content. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Sharita. Learn more about how you can work with Dr. Sharita at sharitaweatherspoon.com. As always, learn, launch, lead.